0: Hello Bachelor Nation, welcome to Pillow Talk from the Fantasy Suite. This isn't the kind of Pillow Talk you may be thinking of. This is Fantasy Suite Pillow Talk, where we dish dirt and discuss all things Bachelor.
1: We're your hosts, Mark and Renee, just two friends who like to chat weekly about the happenings on Bachelor Franchise TV, so go ahead and eavesdrop in on our conversation. fantasy sweet pillow talk podcast we are finally finally in a new season of the bachelorette claire is now 87 years old (laughs) and, (laughs) and ready to find love no just kidding i mean they do act like 39 is is ancient but again claire our oldest bachelorette ever finally ready to find love and she's got 31 suitors ready to jump out of their limo or off their horse or out of their station wagon, whatever the case may be, uh, to meet her for night one. So let's go ahead and dive in.
0: It's so nice to finally be underway. There's no longer anticipating and waiting for night one. We're into the season now, it feels good. It's always great when that first limo rolls around, but first we have to talk about the three segments that ABC burned on setting the stage in recapping all the events that went on in the world and within bachelor nation from March until this opening night. Uh, and it all revolves around COVID players season got derailed. Filming got delayed. Guys had to go back home. And when they finally got called back, once ABC had established the bubble quote unquote at the La Quinta resort, they had to quarantine in place for two weeks and get tested, I think multiple times. That was kind of the opening setting of how we met met the guys. They were vlogging through their struggles and their trials and tribulations of spending two weeks at a resort with room service and nothing else to do except read or watch Netflix or whatever. It would have been heaven for me. Any working parent would have been like, holy shit, two weeks, no kids, no spouse, do whatever I want, hell yeah, center for that, but these guys, these single guys were making it sound like it was the hardest thing ever, and it was all their will to stay motivated for Claire to get through it, because that was the payoff. It was a waste, I thought, of of three segments, but it did give us a a quick insight into some of the senses of humor uh, of the guys, so, eh, I'll take it, but really, you're not here to listen to the setup, you're here to listen to our reactions and our analysis of the lemos, of the first impressions, the one-liners, the gags, some of the, the normal stuff that comes up season after season. Let's break it all down, shall we?
1: And look, I'm, I'm also going to be admitting to being wrong about my first impression on some of these guys. Like, there were some that I, you know, <laughs> made cracks at in the the uh the bio episode last week and i'm big enough to admit when i'm wrong so let's dive in
0: yeah we're gonna eat shit both ways right guys absolutely we thought and there were some that of- we
1: were so so right about too so i'm just saying
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean you take 31 guys you're gonna be wrong about a few but we were right about a few and so we're, we're gonna harp on that as well so first up was ben our army ranger I thought it was kind of boring. I didn't think anything really stood out. The deep no. breath together was kind of like kind of stupid. This isn't yoga class, bro. Yeah.
1: But you know, women like Claire kind of eat that shit up too. All like,
0: right. Oh, yeah. He
1: care. He wants me to relax. Yeah. How he sweet. Was, He's yeah. thinking of me. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He, whatever. He,
0: he empathized, but nothing really stood out with old pretty boy Ben.
1: No. No. He was pretty, though.
0: Indeed. Riley is our first attorney. Of several this season he got out of his love moment he went right to the legal talk about claire being guilty for looking so fine in that dress what do you think about that
1: you know it's so funny because i'm sitting there watching the show with my husband and you know ben the first guy he's you know he's okay he's just whatever and then riley gets out and i mean Riley's a good looking guy. Uh, not not totally my type. They're better looking guys. But when he started talking, he's got that velvety smooth voice. And yep. just, you know, I, ended up, I told my husband, I was like, you know, something about this guy. Like, he's like, if he was like, get in the car, girl, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you One know, thing- whereas if Ben was like, get in the car, girl, I'd be like, I know you're not talking to me, telling me to get in the car. <laughs> you know, so. And. <laughs> It, there's just something so smooth about him. And he came up and was just talking the talk. And she seemed dazzled by him more so yeah. than Ben, for sure.
0: And he wasn't as short as we thought he was. Right. Based on the on the uh, the biopic. So right. Zach C., I lost touch with Zach C with the sup Claire one-liner. No, oh, bro. God. No, yeah. you cannot pull. You can't pull that shit off on national TV, man. Come on.
1: Yeah, this so, is like I, I mean, this is not the
0: late 90s. I wrote him yeah. off. So That's the hot. next one. So we got our Jordan M, our six foot eight with no game, absolutely no game. No,
1: and, bless his heart.
0: And he's the first of many that we're gonna go to wardrobe choices. A lot of men had these high cut pants, no socks, and loafers. What the fuck is that?
1: Yeah, my husband actually commented on it. He's like, "What is that? What is he wearing? Why doesn't he
0: Why does he have socks on?" I think it was summer because somebody said it was really hot. So apparently it was warm weather when this was being filmed. But I, I don't get that multiple men had this look. Of, oh, like, it's
1: this, on trend right now.
0: Is it a summer suit thing? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm beyond forty, so I I don't I'm not down with the young men fashion.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a men's fashion thing. It's on trend right now. It's magazine, ad, runway style. I mean, me personally, I prefer a more traditional, buttoned-up look. But it, if, if they want to try to be high fashion, they can be try to be high fashion. It just kind of looked it, – it, at least with him, it fell flat. It, it looked a little strange.
0: Yeah, at 6'8", yeah, you're looking for the floodwaters, yeah, bro? Yeah, I mean, they have on. like
1: 17 inches of ankle showing.
0: Yeah. Really odd, and the wife pointed that out, and then I couldn't not see it the rest of the night. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah Jordan M, no game, tall, but he wasted all that all that body. We get to the very first stunt of the night, of of several stunts, and this is Jason, our ex NFL lineman who lost all that weight, comes out with the fake belly tribute to Claire, a throwback to Claire's intro to One Pablo, where she did the same thing, kind of a fake belly or fake baby in the belly when she met Juan Pablo. So what'd you think of that?
1: Look, it was corny, but it was very well-made. corny, but very it was well played. It was cute. It, you know, it was did his song. homework.
0: Gave a little nod to her and her stunt, So it works.
1: I like him. I still really like him. His teeth bother me a little. His He's teeth got that small something. gap yeah. between the front teeth. <laughs> and I, I'm having a really tough time getting past that because when he smiles, he just kind of looks goofy and like a little rednecky. But... I like him. I liked him before. I've said it before. No one's got more personality than someone who used to be really, really fat. I'm, I'm behind Jason even with his corny pregnant belly thing. At but least yeah. he seemed to have the the um, wherewithal to take it off later after yes. you know, after they got inside. But you know, not to jump ahead. But the idiot with the straight jacket who yes. wore it all night long. I mean, what what are you doing? Take that Great. off. You look
0: like a (laughs) dumbass. Agreed. There's always the person that busts out the foreign language, right? There's always one every season. And this one, Ivan, this is our engineer from Dallas. He uh, busted out some Tagalog. I think I'm saying that correctly, the Filipino language. Yes. Yes. His mom taught him. So he got to smooth, wow, and dazzle her with a one-liner from Tagalog. So that was a nice change.
1: He was a better-looking in person than he was in his bio picture and he was good looking in his bio picture uh,
0: uh, okay I'll, I'll go with that
1: but in person i was like oh wow he's better looking than i thought he'd be
0: <laughs> well we'll see how he uh if he sticks around at the very end but yeah, yeah. so i thought i swear she called him evan for a second so maybe it's not Ivan. maybe it is a kind of an evan softer i, I don't know or maybe she just screwed it up
1: she probably just screwed it up
0: but now we get to Kenny, our favorite boy band manager. He no, no, no,
1: no, 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 I'm going to uh, correct you every okay. single time you say it. He is a boy band cover band manager.
0: OK, Still made I literally up a <laughs>
1: paused the TV and told my husband, I was like that that's written on the screen. Boy band manager is wrong. He is a boy band cover band manager, which is just, you know, I feel like that distinction is important.
0: You know what? It it, it pays the bills. Roll with it, man. But he's got.
1: Like the douche coming off this guy is just like, oh, oh, it's just rolling off him in waves. He's the absolute worst.
0: I love him. Him and Bennett are going head, you know, head to head for the biggest douchebag. But he's got a T-shirt with Claire's dogs spray painted on it under a blazer. He did some homework. He found out what what types of dogs she had. I think it hit with her. He landed it, but it just looks silly on, on in a formal occasion having a homemade T-shirt. It's that Kenny. That didn't
1: really. I mean, I, I was a little indifferent to the whole T-shirt thing. That didn't bother me. It's just the vibe he gives off. Oh yeah. You know the vibe I got from his bio and his picture online was exactly the vibe that he gave off in person. So oh yeah, nail on the head with this. Yeah, head.
0: it's consistent. We know what yeah. we're gonna get with Kenny. I'm looking forward to to greater things from him than we got opening night. Jeremy is our next man out of Lemos. our banker from D.C. who looks 40. He was boring as fuck. That's my note.
1: Yeah. I, have, I have no recollection whatsoever
0: of his dad. Yeah, bland as a manila folder. So yeah. we're going to skip over him. And even our guy, Blake Monar, this is the male grooming specialist from Arizona. He was kind of yawn. He didn't have any good intro. He looked kind of scared. The moment was too big for him. I wasn't taken by him. Do so, I
1: remember correctly that he also had his shirt buttoned down almost to his belly yes, button and a yes. very cleanly shaved chest?
0: Yes. Yeah, he had a lot of butt- shirt buttons open for his chest to, to flow out of his yeah, black shirt. That yeah. does
1: not I to me that's just like I would rather you wear a t-shirt under your blazer. I would rather you <laughs> wear high water skinny suit pants and no socks than to have your shirt unbuttoned down that low. This is not Fort Lauderdale yeah at the Sorry. retirement community no
0: yeah some guys are like there's always some guys like that right want to show a lot of chest.
1: yeah when he's older he's going to be someone's creepy uncle like <laughs> button your shirt dude
0: yeah he was a big yawn fest but then we get into our our second stunt of the night this was the clark griswold wagon driven in by our how do you describe yourself like an awesome lawyer kick-ass lawyer but he's cowboy at the same time. Tyler C. from Morgantown, West Virginia, makes an entrance all black, black jacket, black shirt, black tie. So he comes in and pulls that off, quickly followed by the third stunt, which is Bennett, our New York City playboy look, you know, Humphrey Bogart, James Bond, comes in a Bentley with his white scarf. and the his full
1: scarf. Tuxedo. I literally want to strangle him with that scarf.
0: Apparently <laughs> it was hot, so he must have been sweating balls under that suit. He wanted to exude wealth and privilege and affluence, and I think he got the job done. God, I'm
1: going to disagree there. I think he exuded douchebaggery.
0: Oh, of course. But, <laughs> hey, you know, like I said before, the fact that he's Mr. Money, he's going to get he, – he'll move on past the first time. Yeah,
1: but, I mean, like, come on. Joke, let's, yeah, that's joke. not his Rolls, that's it's easy. Anybody can rent a Rolls Royce.
0: True that. True that.
1: You know, I mean, anybody can put on a cashmere scarf. I've got a cashmere scarf. You don't see me running around, you know, acting like I'm big shit. He's just, uh, uh, he he really rubbed me the wrong way. He again, once again, was everything that his bio predicted him to be.
0: Agreed. Yes. Yeah, so full of himself, like up- I can see
1: the condescension. Oh with yeah. Dies later in the season, and it is going to be somebody like Kenny, who's like thinks he's big shit and he's not, gets talked down to by someone like Bennett, and it's going to end up being this whole. It's going to be a oh, whole yeah. thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we leave him. He's sipping his martini inside. Oh, shaken, not stirred. Of course, of course, had to be a martini. You know yes. it. It couldn't yes. be a beer. A beer is uncivilized for Bennett. I mean, you
1: know, if you. If you want to be a little fancy, get yourself a gin and tonic. You know, get right. yourself a, a Tito's
0: and soda. No, Bennett martini all the way. Which leads us to our band, Blake Moynes from Canada. He is the first guy that gave an actual straight man hug to Claire. Where, you know, crotch wasn't set way, way back you're hugging your grandma. He went in crotch to crotch and gave her a nice tight <laughs> hug. And I'm like, yes, bro. That tells a girl, you want a banger? Good. Go for it. So I, I liked
1: him. I did not notice the crotch to crotch.
0: Oh, I watch. I watch <laughs> all the men, and a lot of them have this, like, dainty, delicate, stick their ass back so as to not get anywhere near her crotch, which is like, no, you hug, like, old ladies that way or, like, family. Like, no. If it's a woman you're pursuing romantically, you go in hips to hips, man. That lets her know what's up. He made a great what we find out was really not a first impression, it's a follow-up impression, but he came out blazing. She was kind of like, oh yeah, what's up, Blake? You could she tell was a little the, guys, by him. the guy that she likes, she kind of followed a little bit into the house with. You could watch by how far she walks with them to, towards the house. That's not a house, it's a uh, like- um, Resort. The resort facility, the yeah. recreation facility, wherever they rented out. You could tell how much she liked them by that. And she took a few steps with him, so good for him. We called it. We love our Blake Moines. Yeah, from I, I
1: like him. I mean, he, he does a weird thing with his mouth when he talks, but I I'm agree. trying not to be hung up on that. I think he it's going to be okay. I, like um, I, I do like him. And look, like I said, there, there's a lot to be said for a nice beard.
0: Absolutely. He's got a
1: nice beard.
0: Yes. Strengths. Unlike <laughs> Chris from Salt Lake City, I had high hopes for Chris. Very flat. Very eh, meh, comes out of the limo. Nothing remarkable about Chris. Um, look, look, you know, deer in the headlights. Didn't uh, didn't come off as confident. Our man, AJ. This is the first of a common theme of wearing red, pink, burgundy, shaded yeah. suits. Five or six guys did this. So that must be the new style. No game. He actually went into the negative column with her because he squeezed her hands too hard. He, uh, yeah, she
1: was like, oh, my God, my yeah. ring is dug into my finger. Yeah, yeah
0: that was that's, weird. That's not going to win brownie points. That's no, be the room,
1: the- dude.
0: Like, you should just turn about face, got back in the limo and left because you fucked yourself on that one.
1: Yeah.
0: She said she felt like Jack Russell had bitten into her hand the way her, her- – <laughs> it has got to be a dog reference, right?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So AJ fucked it up. No game. This is why he's single at 28 as a software salesman. Dr. Joe comes out with his stethoscope and says he is here to save her love life. Eh, kind of cheesy. But you know what? When you're a doctor from New York, you're going to get the we, hall pass.
1: Can we talk about that hair?
0: It wasn't working, man.
1: Very weird
0: wasn't down with very,
1: very long on top. You know, so it reminded me, remember back in the 90s, like when we were in high school, how the guys, especially the guys I know at my school, the guys who played soccer, like their thing was to get the undercut where they basically did like the Clippers at a one all the way up and then left it really, really long on top and parted yep. it down the middle. And it would like hang down like uh like the big brother on Boy Meets World. Yeah,
0: okay?
1: that very, that very 90s. It looked like that haircut just combed back instead of parted down the middle. And I'm yeah. willing to bet, like, if we have any any hairdresser listeners who'd like to chime in on that, that it's probably exactly the same haircut, just styled a different way. He should have gone with a more traditional haircut. It was uh, it was very odd, and I couldn't stop, like, looking at it and wondering, like, so when they go and they do some sort of sports-style group date, like, is he going to put it in a, like, ponytail on top of his head does it get in the way when he's a doctor and he goes to put his head down to like examine a patient does his hair fall over it, it was distracting to me i didn't like it at all and he not really organ. did not have you know for them touting him as this like one of the most eligible bachelors in new york or something like that like yeah there's lots of types of women in new york so right He just has, like, no game at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. Again, doctors, being a doctor will get you laid, no matter what you look like or if you have a game or not. Oh, I'm uh, sure
1: he has no shortage of physical connection uh, with people, but I just, you know, I don't see anybody wanting to wake up next to him every morning.
0: (laughs) So the next two guys I don't have many notes for. They were very nondescript. It was Garen, our professor.
1: He looks from old USC. As shit,
0: too. He, he looked his age uh, <laughs> compared to some of his young bucks. Wait, yeah.
1: how old was he? He was 30. I think he's like 36. No, he looked older than that. I'm sorry. He looked at
0: least 40. Yeah, his bi- 34 is in his bio, 34. But I think he looked, yeah, 36, He looks like a
1: sitcom dad. Really? Yeah. He looks like All a right. sitcom dad.
0: He had no game. Robbie, okay. this constant smiling guy. Didn't have any substance to him either. I didn't have much for for Robbie. Look yeah. kind of nervous. Never heard of her. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so let's fast forward to those guys. Yeah. Let's, let's get to our man Easy.
1: <gasps> okay. Easy Here's has
0: where I eat entrance. shit. Here we go. Let's let's talk about the entrance first of the the future husband that he banner that he kicks through. Yes. Like a superstar. I
1: loved it.
0: Awesome. And we know his name is Uzama, but yes. all his okay. friends call him Easy. But uh, go ahead. Roll it it
1: Makes me feel like, you know, kind of shitty that I was like, oh my God, this guy calls himself Easy with a Z. Like, that's stupid. <laughs> okay, all right. Like, here's where I put my foot in my mouth. I love it. I like that he's got a difficult to pronounce name. So he goes with his nickname. He was personable. He was positive. He was a bright light for this night of duds. I like am a hundred percent behind easy. I've gone and started following him on Instagram and his Instagram posts are delightful. He posted something about y'all don't even know. I was so worried I wasn't going to be able to break the paper when I ran through the banner. I was running (laughs) so fast and then I had to like put the brakes on because I was like coming, coming in hot. You know, he is. Absolutely lovely. I am completely apologetic for my previous impression of Easy because now I am I'm behind Easy. I almost actually not even almost. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Easy is too good for Claire.
0: I hope he sticks around a long time because I think he is the front runner for being the light of this season, right? Because he's got it all. He checks all the boxes. You know, dazzling, dazzling smile. He he's great with Claire he's down to earth he has good conversation and he's got great sidebar commentary for the cameras and that's critical if you're not the front runner like dale is going to be at least give us tv gold with your assessment of the situation and give us some one-liners and he did that opening night so i need more easy He's yeah very likable my favorite guy like I, when he talks i will listen and i yeah. want more from him absolutely
1: I'll, okay, let me. I have a few points here to make. Um, <laughs> Tyler C's friend, who's supposed to be, it was he Matt? Matt James is that his name? Who's going to be the next Bachelor?
0: Yeah.
1: Fine, I'll watch it, but I wish it was easy.
0: Well, uh, I think we both have fingers crossed that they drop easy into paradise if they're able to work oh, out absolutely. a paradise in or, the COVID, in the COVID environment.
1: Yeah, or or maybe maybe he ends up a match for Tasha.
0: If, possibly if, if things
1: go down that road this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just he is this season's big Mike.
0: Yeah. And I think the the focus groups are going to see he easy moves the needle and they're going to find a home for him. Uh, I hope so. I mean,
1: you know, he checks the box, the, the diversity box, too, which, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not looking for a, a token here, but I still stand behind my previous thoughts in previous episodes about the lack of diversity within bachelor nation. And I applaud them for having a little more diversity in the contestants this year for Claire. But, right. um, I, you know, I think that I, I just think he would be a great lead. I think that he's too good for Claire. And Whoa, you're going to lead
0: with this guy on, on one night. You're going yeah, to lead.
1: Absolutely. Look, I, I stand behind it. I stand behind it.
0: All right. I I want to see more before I make that that
1: call. I think if if anything will be his downfall, it will be that he will get friend zoned.
0: Oh damn! Yeah, he might might, get big Mike.
1: These women don't value humor and and just geniality and someone who's just pleasant to be around. Like you don't have to have this. Fire and passion where you're either screaming at each other, fighting all the time, or having crazy up-against-the-wall makeup sex. Like, there is a really <laughs> great middle ground with a guy who's just got a good personality and is going to be nice to you. Like, wake up, girls.
0: Yeah. Now we get to our stunt with the straitjacket in Jay. That's his gag is that he was in quarantine so long he might have gone crazy. Ooh.
1: I mean, did you find that idea on Pinterest or
0: something? That was horrible. That, that was, was horrible. Wh- so Out of all the gags, that one fell the flattest. It was like, dude, no, she's not digging it. You're not funny. Just get your ass inside. That get was your all ass the-
1: inside and take off the fucking street.
0: Your man, meet Chasen, comes up next in his suit of armor. And he was smart to take it off in front of Claire and work the gag line as part of the shedding of the armor. What do you think about that? The whole night. Hard
1: to take it off. Not sure if I had a face like that, I'd cover it up though.
0: You're still down with Jason's look, huh? I you mean, still I'm like just, it.
1: I mean, he's a very attractive guy. I don't. I, thought,
0: I thought his picture was more attractive than him on camera, in real life.
1: What I really think is that he's going to need to rely heavily on his face because his personality is nothing to write home about.
0: This is true.
1: I think that okay. is probably the bigger point that I'm trying to make is that don't cover up your face it's literally one of the only things you have going for you.
0: Yeah. The stunts just keep on rolling. They put them all together. So we've got Damar who comes out carrying a parachute because he's fallen for Claire. Oh. He, he's the
1: spin instructor, yeah? Yes,
0: he is our guy who is Peloton aspiration worthy. So uh, yeah. He I pulled don't know the if he's got the or.
1: charisma for
0: that. I don't know, I don't know. Uh good-looking dude going has got to shine a little bit more, get more camera time, which is his goal. He came off OK. Ed did the human hamster ball bubble rolling thing of plastic. Real stupid. Uh, that's a good way to get yourself like throwing up all over yourself. Yeah. But, uh, can
1: I just have you ever been in one of those things?
0: No. And it scares the piss out of me. I would never do. I get motion sick okay. very easily.
1: Well, but I mean, they're not for like rolling downhill or anything per se. So uh, I went to a football clinic taught by Rob Gronkowski back Mm -hmm. uh, several years ago. Yeah. Uh, Went up to Foxborough, got to play football in Gillette Stadium with Rob Gronkowski and his brothers and his dad and all that. It was quite a fun little uh, little girl's trip anyway. um, (laughs) So one of the sections for the clinic was tackling. And since obviously they didn't want us literally tackling each other we didn't have pads and stuff um they put us in those those balls i am here to tell you you it is like living in satan's asshole it is so hot (laughs) and so humid and i don't know how he was not completely drenched in sweat by the time he came out of that thing it is miserable it's like you know how when you wear a mask in public for covid reasons you are breathing your own
0: yeah. Air um,
1: coming from your. It's like that, but like full body.
0: Fuck that. Nope. So he's like, don't fart. Don't fart. <laughs> oh,
1: I, I mean, just like, I, I don't, like I said, I don't know how he didn't take that thing off and just be dripping sweat and stinky and gross. He
0: fucking got back in it so they could do a little bowling, right? That was his kind of like, you know, I set something up for us to get to know each other. Sometimes yeah, that was stupid. Yeah. So he got, he really got back in it after sweating it up and stinking up the first place. Ed, what the fuck? I don't know. Uh, that's yeah. that's just like, she ain't your play pal, bro. She's t- someone you're trying to engage in romantically. Like, why uh,
1: don't you just hang a sign around your neck that says, put me in the
0: friend zone? Exactly. I'm your buddy. Now we get to the food stunts. Our boy Yosef rolls out with, since he's from Alabama, he brought the Alabama delicacy of moon pies. Which I'm sure the Yankees and those California boys were like, what the hell are those? Right? That's like a that's a very Southern thing to bust. I totally
1: up. thought moon pies were a New Orleans thing. <laughs> they throw I, moon pies at Mardi Gras at the Christmas.
0: I had a I had a teacher in middle school that would eat moon pies and like A and W root beer for lunch. Big boy. Did overweight. she weigh
1: 500 pounds?
0: He was yeah. He was a good 350. You know, ex football coach, but like big pot belly. So that was his Jesus. deal. Two liter and some moon pies. Like, pure oh, shit. My God. oh my gosh. But yeah, that was his deal. I mean, he was smooth. He had, I'm here for you, Claire. He had that, nor- that normal recycled line of anybody who says, I'm here for you, I question their motives immediately. Like, why do you have to say that? You're here. You should be here for me. Yosef will, will come back into our discussion later. He's got okay. a big part of the drama. Our man, Jordan C., our Jordan with the, the Clark Kent glasses, he comes out with popcorn. Real weird. Okay. Yeah,
1: it was weird.
0: Wow. Why? It, so, that fell
1: flat, and then, oh, I'm going to throw it in your mouth, and then, like, I don't know. It all was, was just fuck.
0: very awkward. Yeah, what are you, like, seven years old with your, your schoolmate? What the fuck? Like, that's nothing to pull out on opening night. Uh, Zach J., our other Utah representative, he comes out with a completely what-the-fuck gag, a fake engagement ring farting device that you open yeah. up and it's a moon and a farting sound.
1: I think my 10-year-old son would find that absolutely hilarious, but I don't think anybody else did.
0: Agreed. That's like some Spencer's Gifts kind yeah. of gag gift for a 10-year-old boy. You're right. So, But Zach J wants to bust it on national TV in front of a woman he's never met before. Utah embarrassed me. Chris from Salt Lake and Zach J did not represent the Beehive State very well. I'm very embarrassed right now. Let's fast forward to Brandon. This is one of your good looking fast track to the fantasy suite. Duds. Yeah, he was it Brandon got, or
1: was it Brennan? I don't know why
0: I This is Brandon. Brandon Brendan is the kind of curly haired guy from Massachusetts. Okay, uh, no, I'm so uh, I you're think, right. I don't think he even got like anything on the intro, but Brandon, tall dark drink of water, comes yeah. up. With, kiss on the cheek which strikes clary like oh nobody's done that yet tonight mm-hmm. so smoothie's got game you might be right about fantasy sweet boy having yeah. a little inside track there so i was yeah. impressed to have that kind of balls to go up and get that kiss right away
1: yeah so it's like disney you get a fast pass
0: yes he gets a fast pass but that leads up to the moment Of the night at the limo seat. Oh, Lord. Our man, Dale from South Dakota, comes out. His wardrobe looked like a hitman suit from Pulp Fiction. Black (laughs) suit, black tie, white shirt, very boring. Looked like he was straight out of Pulp Fiction or or Reservoir Dogs. He goes in and does the grab you, I'm going to pick you up off your feet, girl, hug. And Woo! It, it just went, it went dark for her. Saw saw stars, got weak in the knees, sweaty palms. Claire was in a, on another planet when yeah. this guy rolls she out. She
1: did remember after what happened. She asked Chris, she's like, did I black out? Did I say something?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, butterflies, Johnny was tingling. So much so, somebody had to tap Chris Harrison on the shoulder and say, dude, get your ass out there. She is smitten with this young man. And so uh, i never seen Chris Harrison come out before, you know, a limo break or a commercial break. He comes out because like, whoa, what's going on? Nobody's ever said that they just met their future husband. We had, you know, full system stop. We had to let this thing kind of let this moment pass to let her get back into character. Big moment with Dale. Right. And she almost followed him all the way inside as well. She's like, yeah. uh, OK, I'll see you inside. And like, oh, wait, I got to go back to my spot. That was a moment in Bachelor history, and it was followed up by our creeper, page. I mean, first of all, it's bad for anybody to do the next guy out of the limo after Dale in the Dale yeah, show. Yeah, but for happens.
1: someone so lackluster for to so be po- following so that act.
0: Yeah, such a polar opposite. They put Dale and then Paige, yeah. and all I have is, ew, guy looks as bad as his bio made him out to seem. Yuck. Don't want any of Paige. And uh, I think the last guy was uh, Tyler S. Was the last guy out. No game. Nothing. I mean, of course, once Dale's out, the game's over, right? I mean, she just wants to get inside and get with get with Dale and get some time with those guys. But Tyler S. is our music manager. You dubbed him as Evan Bass lookalike. It's
1: just like him. He
0: was, he was very waifish. Uh, very thin. Nothing real... You know, stand out for him. Now we're inside. And, of course, you know, there's always the gentleman waiting with a drink for Claire. I want to ask you, do you think they draw straws or do numbers to see who the first guy, who the guy is to hand the drink to Claire?
1: I mean, they have to have some system. Otherwise, she's going to have 31
0: drinks waiting. Exactly. For her. The, you have a bar fight over dudes wanting to give the drink to Claire. So it's got support- maybe
1: 30 drinks waiting for her, because I think Bennett would probably just sit there with his scarf with his dick in his hand. Like I'm not getting a drink for her. She needs to pursue me.
0: Ben is the season's Kaylin. Remember that asshole who came now, on the helicopter?
1: It, was it Ben or Bennett? Okay. No, Bennett, Ben is the Bennett. the army ranger. Ben. Bennett yes, is Bennett.
0: the douchebag. Yes, got it. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, but you remember Kaylin from a few seasons back who came in on a helicopter? Oh God, yeah. Real Superman looking pretty boy that was like I'm software company owner, I'm rich. He's a douchebag. He's Bennett. That's Bennett like reinvented. He's Mm -hmm. Caleb. A little bit older, but still playing on the money card. So Zach J gives her the drink. This is our Utah guy, and he immediately steals her off. And then it's the game is on, right? Now it's the mad scramble to get FaceTime with Claire and State your case and make a connection and all that kind of crap. You know, some notes. Easy's got game. We know that she took Dale way the fuck off by themselves, right? They're off like on a bench in the woods, practically. Yeah, they their- probably
1: already made a baby.
0: Exactly. So you could tell she, she's given Dale some preferential treatment, not just sit on the couch or sit, in, sit by the fire. She's like, no, no, no. You and I, we're going to go off and have some yeah. isolation. Yeah. She's and like,
1: everybody. I'm about to get pregnant tonight.
0: Yeah. So, amongst all the one-on-one conversations, we had a dog party. So, somehow, Claire's dogs get out of her suite and immediately know where to go to find Claire.
1: Yeah, somehow. I mean, aka somehow. the producers, producers let the dogs, producers, let the dogs
0: producers, out. let's let, let the dogs out and lead them right to where Claire is. And so, this is the quick litmus test of which men are friendly to dogs, who loves dogs, who don't like dogs, right? Um,
1: but also, who was more excited to see the dogs than they were to see me.
0: Yes. that's Because the only- some oh, yeah. of these
1: guys were far more exuberant about the dogs than they were her when they got out of the limo.
0: Agreed. And so that's the, that's a dual edged sword, right? Is if you put too much attention on the dogs and not enough on Claire, you had to lose points. And if you're too aloof to the dogs, you lose points. Kind of thinly veiled test that I think Claire set up for those guys. But after that, we're going to get into some Yosef and Tyler C. action because there's you know, always there drama.
1: drama yeah. yeah, there's
0: always drama. You know, you take 31 random strange guys, and of course, somebody's going to know somebody over social media that knows a tidbit about another guy. Of course, it has it has to happen that way. And Tyler C., our awesome kick-ass lawyer from Morgantown, is, a, is going to take it upon himself. To solve the mystery. Right. And give Joseph a chance to explain himself and state his intentions. So he pulls. I know somebody who knows somebody that you're texting or video messaging. So, yeah.
1: And I didn't go out after this information. It just sort of fell in my lap. Oh, right. my God, bullshit on that.
0: Complete bullshit. You Joseph- got
1: bored during quarantine and you started stalking this, that, this guy and, you know. Exactly. Uh, which, uh, by the way, it is worth mentioning Yosef is the one that has a kid.
0: Yes, he is our single dad, 30 years old. Yosef just kind of shrugs it off, says, Yeah, it wasn't me, man. Uh, yeah, I, I respect what you're doing, but yeah, that's that's not that's not me. I didn't do that kind of stuff. Yosef immediately beelines it to Claire to head this thing off because he thinks the first guy to talk to the teacher is the one that's not going to get in trouble, right? So he wanted to get his side of the story out there. And I'm very impressed with what Claire did. Claire did a total 180 from what Pilot Pete would have done. Pilot Pete would have been, Yosef, tell me your full story. And then Pilot Pete would have gone to Tyler C and got, Tyler C, tell me your full story. But now he puts the brakes on and says, all right, let's go get Tyler C and let's have this out right now. So there's no, he said, he said in private. It's a, all right, both of you are sitting on each side of me. Tell me your story. What's up? So kudos. And big ups to her for handling this very professionally. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Very, very motherly. She's ready. She's ready for having kids. Perfect diplomatic conflict resolution. Okay, you say your piece and you say your piece. Okay, I've heard both of your pieces. I'm leaving. Now the two of you need to work it out.
0: Exactly. And she asked Joseph a few questions like, hey, no girls are going to show up here thinking that she's your girlfriend, right?
1: Yeah. And wait, do you have a girlfriend? No. Is the, there someone who thinks that she's your girlfriend?
0: <laughs> perfect. That was awesome.
1: Yeah, awesome. that was awesome. So I'm, I'm I'm behind her on that. Dude is easy. I do think he probably was. And, and look, he didn't deny it. You know, I mean, he's like, yeah, well, I mean, you know, I was talking to some people, <laughs> whatever. You know, I don't think he's going to go very far. I think it's a red flag. But I do also think that snitches get stitches. And Tyler C. didn't earn any favor by being the guy to start drama on night one.
0: But of of all the professions that should know better, a lawyer, right, whose job is based on evidence that you can provide, he's going off hearsay and he's going to a complete stranger and he's trying to convince her that somebody else is guilty of an infraction. He should know that he has nothing to back up his claim. He's going to look bad. The worst case is going to fall to him on bringing, you know, pissing on her parade by bringing drama into the arena here. Of all the guys that should know better that, hey, unless I've got something hard and something I can refer to, a text or a, 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 a photo or something, he's going to end up in the dumps, man. And so counting him on his lawyer skills, like do you go into a courtroom and try to convince a judge of something based on hearsay? like he must be getting trashed back home that he thought this was going to fly. Poor Tyler C, not a kick-ass lawyer. Not not even uh you know, you can't even convince Claire, a hairstylist of your argument. This went all bad for Tyler C.
1: Yeah. Very
0: bad. Yeah. And he could have gone.
1: that station wagon off into the sunset.
0: Yeah, like you you wait, at least wait a few nights before you bring let like, get established, right? Get your one-on-one time get a few roses, and then you've got enough credibility to maybe bust that out later on. But man, night one, bad play, and it clearly backfired. From that point forward, I think the producers are trying to frame Yosef as an early villain of being shady, not having true intentions. So we'll watch how that plays out uh, later on. But let's get to our man, Blake Moynes, this was a kind of a pressure cooker situation where Claire pulls him aside and starts off by saying, yeah, you broke the rules.
1: Yeah. By she did we- the whole bait and switch thing. Yes. like I'm going to make you think you're in trouble, but really. Oh,
0: he was yeah. sweating bullets. He was sweating bullets. He, he couldn't breathe. She was so happy and thrilled that he did reach out to her during quarantine. You can see he went, whoo. He let yeah. a sigh of relief out and it worked out in his favor and outside of Dale, who is our angel boy, I think this cements Blake Boyness as our firm number two going ahead. What do you think?
1: Oh, I agree. I mean, they, they had chemistry when he got out of the limo, but, you know, finding out that he actually reached out to check on her and stuff. I mean, I think that was nice. I, I like him. I liked him from the beginning. I, I know he was one of our uh, top picks with the bios and everything, but it was definitely um, a nice little conversation. And then Ended with some uh, some little making out.
0: Yeah, I think Blake is like that solid number two that is always going to be there. But she's going to swing for the fences with Dale. Kind of like how Pilot Pete treated Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann's there. She's always going to be there. I'm going to keep her there, keep string her along. But I'm going to swing for a Kelly or, uh, you know, somebody, a, a Madison. Right. as something that's really a stretch that I have to work for. I knew we couldn't
1: go a whole episode without you bringing it back around to Hannah Ann, by the way.
0: Love me some Hannah Ann. (laughs) Bless her heart. Blake Moines did not get the first impression rose, which obviously went to Dale, but he did get the very first rose ceremony rose. Yeah. So let's give him props for that. He was the first name called out when all the men were stood up on the platform. I gotta
1: say, though, I did feel a little, a little pang of like, Sadness for him. Did you see his face when she walked up and had the first impression rose? He thought he was getting it.
0: Yes, he did. And then
1: when she said Dale, like his his whole face just like fell. I felt a little sad for him.
0: Yeah, but uh, he was not privy to that scene that we got to witness. Right, Uh, Right. So he had no idea how in the good that Dale was, how tight they were already were off and running. Before we get to the Rose Sermon, do you want anything else you want to talk about with uh, kind of the cocktail hour and meddling? Were you taken by Joe's origami bachelorette Rose Garden?
1: No, not at all. No, I did want to point out that when the whole Tyler, was it Tyler C and Yosef, their their yep. drama, yeah. Um, the other guys have clearly been watching past seasons and yes. were like, literally you know the the gif with homer simpson going into the bushes right it was that all the way around everyone's backing away no one wants any part of that
0: no hell no no and one wants was, to
1: be associated with that
0: but even before that right that was the hey tyler's like i'm gonna pull you aside because i do to make a scene and all the guys outside about face to watch the scene right yeah yeah <laughs> what's going on oh those uh yosef and taylor out there talking that was funny Because, (laughs) ironic, of course. Let's go over here where nobody can see us. Yet everybody's watching us. But yeah, nobody wants to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You see enough past seasons. You don't want to align with either of the parties that are involved in drama. You don't want to take sides. You don't be near those guys. You don't be seen in the same picture as those guys. They're instant like plague. Get away from that shit. Yep. A lot of roses given out. Not every guy that did not receive a rose got an outro video. Uh, you know, kind of interview page got most of it. Page took yeah. up a lot of time. We knew he wasn't getting a rose, but let me lay out all the names that I recorded that did not receive a rose. Chris from salt Lake going home page our heavily tattooed chef from Austin going home. Mike, who is our other Canadian. This is our guy with a uh, kind of curly hair and a beard. Yeah. Uh, got some decent time, but, uh, Didn't, uh, you know, as far as, you know, video interviews and such, but didn't really get much with her. He's going home. Uh, Jordan M. is going home. Uh, 6'8 guy out. AJ. Showing all that ankle. (laughs) Showing all the ankle. Our hand crusher, AJ, is going home. No surprise there. Jeremy, our nondescript broker, is going home. And, of course, Tyler C., the losing end of Oh and Robbie I did not get that name.
1: Yeah. Uh, and Robbie. Robbie's
0: going home. So our brilliant smile, Robbie with no game, is going home. Thank you. I, I feel like up.
1: none of that was really very surprising. I feel yeah. like they played up the whole Tyler C thing because he started drama and you know, will she side with him or will she side with Yosef? And so she gave Yosef the last rose and Tyler C went home. And that you know, I mean that's that's typical template for ABC to handle it that way. I honestly didn't, uh, that was the only one that was kind of like, oh, kind of figured she'd keep both of them just to kind of see how that played out with future drama. Maybe at the, at the um, insistence of production, you know, Hey, keep Tyler C and Yosef and see how that goes. So usually it's later in the season before we, we get the, you got to pick a side. Sort right. of thing. But aside from that, the others that went home are, I, I could not even tell you, I couldn't put faces with names or names with faces on most yeah. of these guys because they cool. were they were the typical lackluster ones that go home the first night and then maybe one of them will show up in paradise one day and we'll be like, who the fuck is that?
0: Yeah. There was there was great alignment on my notes of meh, very boring out limo exits versus who went home, right? Good alignment. That they, they didn't make an impression. Bottom line, you did not wow, you did not dazzle. Are you surprised with the ratio of of men of color to white men that went home only two, if you consider jordan Jordan m and aj and just get that middle eastern kind of look to them mm-hmm. you know that's five white guys going home or chris i say chris as well chris is kind of kind of like a maybe an asian white hybrid look so maybe yeah. three three of the um what was that seven or eight yeah a lot of white guys going home so a lot of men of color are staying for the next round so right on let's do this thing
1: yeah yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts as far as the predictions about the season? It seems like they're teasing uh, some future drama with her giving more time and attention to Dale and the other guys kind of being like, maybe we'll walk out sort of thing. Looks like maybe some more Yosef drama coming our way. Wondering how this is all going to play out with with the rumors, uh, with Tasha, with us getting a, a a two for kind of season where we get Claire for half the season and then Tasha comes and gets the sloppy seconds. I'm wondering <laughs> how that's going to go.
0: Yeah. They're playing up the Dale angle that they're hitting it off, but she's making out with a lot of guys and on these video clips, right? These previews. She's yeah. not just putting her eggs in the Dale basket. She is definitely sampling the buffet whenever yeah. she can. I think that whole, we're going to walk out thing. I think that was a group date that was delayed because maybe there was a one-on-one with Dale that went long or something, or maybe she just didn't want to come out. And they're just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not wasting my time here. If you don't want to come and do a group date, we're going to quote unquote that going you know, to walk out and pull a, a power play there. Yeah. So we, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but uh, I'm surprised. Yeah. How many dates she got on with both one-on-one and group dates before this whole thing sort of went downhill.
1: Yeah, it looked like it played out a bit longer than it.
0: Or maybe they're just trying to throw as much video in there as they can to make it seem that way. I don't know.
1: Well, but I'm wondering too. I'm wondering how ABC is going to handle it because if they know the end, then we may not get the format that we normally get where, okay, so next week we're going to have what, uh, two one on ones and a group date or, you know, pretty big group date and then the next week we'll have you know so I don't know that we'll get that format I kind of think we might get maybe a couple more episodes where we've got the Claire um, version of the season and it's it's fast forwarded yeah in a sense so that they can get more of a full season of Tasha if they have if that's where this is headed
0: yeah it'll be interesting to see how they pivot and mix in Tasha but uh, I'm excited. As, as much of a, as a train wreck season as it's going to be, uh, it's, it's off to a good start. So. Well,
1: it's something different. You know, I mean, they, they don't change the format. They don't change the way it's done because you don't fix it if it's not broken. However, it is exciting to have an upcoming season where we really, truly don't know how this is going to Shake out. And we really don't know. I mean, we don't know if we're going to see two more episodes of Claire or five more episodes of Claire. If they're going to bring in Tasha if they're going to have the season where she's the bachelorette for us. It's, you know, it's exciting not to really know what's coming down the pipe. And I'm sure that there are, you know, websites out there and, uh, you know, spoil- spoiler type uh, sites where you could go and find out. But I'm going to stay away from that because I'm I enjoying am too. So. Yeah. Join the intrigue. You know, it's a sim- similar situation. I don't know if you watch Big Brother, but no. I w- I've watched Big Brother for 20 some odd years. And it has I remember in the beginning, the this, this beginning several seasons, how it was a lot more um, just not really knowing what was going to happen. And now it's kind of gotten to the point where, uh, you know, on the night when they send someone home, we already know who's going home before. Julie chin announces it. And uh, so, you know, it's kind of, it's refreshing to have a little bit of intrigue, I guess, with the bachelorette this year. So we did not talk about Claire.
0: All right. What about Claire?
1: So what, I mean, what did you think of that dress? I was not a huge fan. I felt like it was, was still not. fitting and it was unflattering to her. I feel like she's got a better body than what it looked like she had in that dress. Um,
0: It made her butt look good. I was down with that derriere.
1: Yeah, it just didn't, I don't know, I felt like it didn't hang right. And I'm here to say, dresses like that are very heavy. And so, yes, any dress that has sequin from top to bottom or like those little mirrors that were glued onto or sewn onto hers, dresses with hardware like that are extremely heavy. And if you wear them, like I've had a few for different occasions, Mardi Gras balls and things like that. You really can only wear them for a few hours before they actually start to sag because the weight of the material is, is pulling down on the dress. Mm. Um, I don't know if you noticed the sun was up.
0: Oh yeah. For the race ceremony. Which is not,
1: normally it still looks pretty dark and it could just be the, the change in location. It could be that at the, at the mansion, they have a way of making it, still look dark when they do the rose ceremony. But I mean, I actually pointed it out to my husband. I'm like, damn, it's like daytime out there, which means that she had that dress on for probably 10 or 12 hours.
0: Right, right. Yeah. That, which is that's just, for, it's insane. Opening night usually goes into the daylight. Now, future rose ceremonies at the mansion, because it's less people, it, oh, yeah, it's exactly. a little bit, it's it's more condensed. But usually that opening night, it goes to daylight. Like that. that's not uncommon. Um, so I expected that.
1: Yeah. She, look, having, having a makeup team at your disposal, I'm sure is a oh, okay. yeah. help for that. Cause I can tell yep. you right now, if I had been standing in heels in a heavy dress for 12 plus hours, I would look like hot garbage. So <laughs> she looked nice and fresh when yeah, she started the rose up. ceremony. Um, I, I mean, I'll say this much. She looks great for her age. She is definitely not the typical 25 year old, We have on this show. And and as I've said before, that's refreshing to me. It's nice. I feel like we're seeing how a lot of these situations with the conflict with Tyler C and Yosef and that sort of thing, we're seeing how that should be handled. Not necessarily someone who's, who's too young to really have a lot of life experience kind of bumbling through these things. So it's nice. I like it. I didn't love her dress. I felt like she could have done better with her choice for that. The one, the red one that she wears in all the promos is stunning. I mean, that is a gorgeous dress. So I'm I'm excited to see more looks from Claire. That's all I wanted to hit on there because we did talk about a lot of the guys and their fashion choices, but we didn't mention her.
0: Yeah, it's going to be summer. It'll be hot. She'll wear a lot of cleavage, little crop tops and, you know, play to her strengths. She has a great butt and a great fake rack. I'm sure we'll see lots of that here on these on these dates so looking forward to it
1: all right well that is it for this week we look forward to next week and are, do we know if they're doing tuesday nights from here on out or i have no
0: idea i have no <laughs> idea i gotta look i gotta look and see
1: yeah we'll have to we'll have to check that out so stay tuned uh we'll get these recordings out as quickly as we can post episode uh or, airing Find us on social media. We'll start kind of revving that up again now that we've got some content. And uh, let us know if y'all have comments or questions or something you want us to talk about next week.
0: Share us with a friend. Yes. Bachelor Nation. Definitely. And have a great weekend. See ya.
1: See y'all next week.